0: everyone and welcome to episode 206 of game time with manny as always i am here with matt yes hello uh as you in case you notice some audio differences matt is uh recording on a macbook air and it's just using is a mostly empty department, uh, department.
1: Well, this is a soundproof room whoa
0: yeah um Did you a soundproof room is that where the killings happen
1: here's the weird thing okay so there's a bedroom and then there's like a walk-in closet and then behind the walk-in closet is where the soundproof room is
0: no that is the kill it is
1: like it's (laughs) that's not it's like the sex dungeon i don't that's fucking Mm -hmm. wild Mm all right yeah so like it it probably if i had like a decent mic it would sound maybe even better than at home i'm literally using the macbook air like microphone so well that's
0: that's something else a soundproof room in the back of a closet yes it is it's weird
1: and it's like a big room too i don't know what it's supposed to be for
0: huh um well that's cool Mm -hmm. uh but again we're gonna do another just uh talk about the little bit of news and then talk about what we've been playing
1: yeah i'll try to do a little bit more prep work uh
0: Oh, I mean, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've both been so much more busy yes. recently and stuff's going on. I, I, I
1: literally started a new job like two weeks ago and I'm still just kind of adjusting to that. Uh, yeah. So this week I got into a really bad habit of like falling asleep around like 839 and then waking up at like 230 in the morning
0: oh rough yeah. i was gonna say i went to bed at 8 30 the other night but i woke up at 6 55 a.m so, i'd be late
1: for my job that starts at
0: five yeah no, i gotta wake up at that time so i can mm. shower and then drive an hour and 20 minutes so it's, it's, fun 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 so
1: I, my goal is to start like i think if i fall asleep around 10 then i can start waking up around four which is what i want i don't want to wake up at like 2 30 that's that's too early
0: did, hang on a second. I'm gonna complain about this. There's no fucking way. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. The Grubhub mm-hmm, app mm-hmm. is a piece of shit. Give me one second. I have to go to my door. It's gonna take like one second. Okay.
1: This is this is great podcasting. Manny ordered food like an hour ago, uh, and then Grubhub has just been driving around the block around his house for basically the last hour, just trying to find his house. um I. I don't know why Manny didn't just, like, walk outside and just, like, stand out there and just, like, wave the guy in. But you you know what? Manny's going to do Manny. So what Manny's doing right now is he's going to the door to get the the food, and then he'll probably eat it after the podcast. They
0: didn't even bring the whole fucking order. Okay,
1: and Manny will update you on uh, the the food. There's supposed to be Mm. a
0: two liter of Mountain Dew here. Mm -hmm. There is nothing. Mm Mm-hmm and the receipt even shows two liter mountain dew but what i was gonna say is this idiot you can see him on the map driving around the fucking place maybe he couldn't find it i don't know for like a half hour minimum and then i was like in theory it should have been here before the podcast started mm-hmm. but then as soon as we started the podcast they're like oh they're on their way oh yeah and i was like Perfect. Oh, are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and then they didn't even bring this which this is like the third or fourth time in a row that i'm gonna have to say they forgot something uh and what i think is crazy about grubhub is they just like take it at face value Mm. they're just they just believe anything is missing well
1: i think it happens way often than they'd like so
0: no i know but it still seems like I guess I don't know how you prove that. I was gonna say like, but, how do you but prove... it just—it's one of those things where like, how can they just believe every person who's like, "Yo, dog, what the fuck did this is missing?" Like, I could just always say my whole order is missing.
1: And I think people do that, but I assume you'd get in trouble eventually.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's just like I—I I don't know. But anyways, that blows because now I'm gonna have to go get a drink after the podcast somewhere. Um, but anyways, yeah. I gotta. I I should have learned my lesson. I should have just. I should have just driven to Domino's. I, the tried and true method. Wait,
1: you had Domino's delivered?
0: No, no, I had a Kelzone delivered from a place downtown. Oh, okay. Um, I should have just gone to Domino's because, well, it Domino's. I only do carry out anyways. Because one, they won't deliver here, and two, um, they uh, their carry out deals are cheap as fuck. Um, but anyways, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that I don't didn't get this two liter of Mountain Dew.
1: So I, I I'm sorry I about that.
0: now That's okay. Um, but with that, I guess we can talk about the video gaming news. And this is the main one here. Uh, actually, that's not true. The second one is the main one for me. But we'll we'll this one we'll pretend like is the biggest news mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. E3, it's it, they dug up dug up its grave, and they said it's back, baby. And it's going to be at the LA Convention Center again. And it is the company Reed Pop, who also puts on PAX doing it. Um, and they uh, are going to try to resurrect it. And they're going to try to do it a little bit smarter in a similar way to what Gamescom does, where they have business days and uh, like public days. So the business days will be June 13th to the 15th, and the public days, uh, one of which will overlap with the business days, June 15th and June 16th.
1: This is all a nice theory, but they're going to have to get companies to actually be on board.
0: Uh, That is true, but what I loved was this exact quote that is E3 will support and uplift partner digital events taking place starting June 11th and running throughout the show, which I believe basically translates to... Anyone who decides to stream around this time, we're counting as E3. Thanks. Bye.
1: Um, I don't know if that works
0: like that. Uh, they tr- Remember when they tried to make it work that way, and then they like got into a fight with Jeff Keighley? Uh
1: Yeah, because it seems like Keighley probably... I mean, he he made the mistake that first year, and he's kind of learned from it. So he probably yeah. just has the better organization at this point.
0: Uh, yeah. But I just thought that was insane that it's coming back again somehow. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like E3. It's just one of those things where it's bizarre.
1: I mean, what's the point of it anymore? And I'm not trying to be mean.
0: No, it's true. It's the same thing I've been saying for, like, the past, like, five or six years. There is no point to it, really. And I mean, well, now there's extra no point because it's been proven that the same exact thing will happen without E3 regardless. Right.
1: Uh, Nintendo hasn't been there in years. PlayStation hasn't been there in years. EA hasn't been there in years. Activision hasn't been there in years. Uh, Xbox, they were one of the last big ones, but... Now they're doing their own thing with the streaming. I don't know if they're going to have any interest in going back to a physical location. I just... I mean, like, maybe E3 becomes more of, like, an indie showcase. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I really don't know. But that I mean, it's it says something that I don't have that much to say about E3 coming mm-hmm. back, I guess, like in the how little it matters. It's just one of those things where it's like, how many times can we dig up this corpse mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. reanimate it before we just let it decay?
1: I As yeah. I said, what I want and I know this is never going to happen is get all the companies back for one more year and it's just a send off and they never do E3 again.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it pans out. Will Jeff Keeley still do Summer Games Fest at the same time?
1: I mean, I'm sure it makes him money, so probably.
0: Yeah. It's basically just like Summer Game Awards. Right. Um, Yeah. And then the biggest news of all the news is that Vampire Survivors 1.0 is coming out on October 20th. That's... And what I love about this is that all of the stuff he said would be in the game is already in the game, and everything that will be added in this is a secret. Mm. So it seems uh, like at this and, point,
1: I'll just wait until October 20th and then I'll play it.
0: Yeah. Um, and also originally they were going to move over to a new engine before release, but he is not doing that now. They are transitioning to the new engine sometime before the end of the year. But after October 20th,
1: do you think the new engine is going to be for consoles? Uh,
0: I don't know. It, it seems like it, it, its purpose is to make it so that it will run on more things and be more compatible with more things. Well, so,
1: that, yeah, that, Which would be consoles. Because, I mean, it's not like it's a... I, this thing could probably play on, like, a PS2. Yeah. So... I mean, so, like, I don't, like, there's no reason why it can't run on, like, like a PS4 or PS5. It could run on, like, ever all the main consoles still.
0: And, uh, right now you can't uncap the frame rate, but Mm. you can with the new engine, so it'll run on my computer at, like, 12,000 frames a second. Do you need that, though? Uh, I mean, it'll be cooler that way. Because, like, the characters don't even animate. (laughs) no but I, wanted, <laughs> I it's gonna be the smoothest one frame of animation you've ever fucking seen though. that's true so that's true this you best get ready yeah. uh yeah so i think that's really funny that you'll be able to have it run at a trillion frames a second once that new engine thing comes into play uh but it also like it will then support more ease of controller, ease of use right now you can't remap the buttons Mm. uh you'll be able to remap the buttons when it comes to the new engine and there was one other thing that was like a good quality of life type thing there's like there is like something weird and wrong under the hood that they also were fixing
1: what buttons because you just move up down left right and because you don't have any controls over like the the action
0: look man i don't know people care about remapping buttons all right
1: i'm just kind of wondering what buttons are there to remap
0: i don't look the movement i don't know
1: hmm, i don't know i mean are you fine with the buttons
0: i'm fine with the buttons yeah, yeah but maybe people want to use the arrow set keys? it up so that you could play with one hand so like then you make L one the select button.
1: What does select do?
0: No, like so like the selection. Button. Oh, I
1: see what you're saying. You're right. That, w- that so would that would make you sense. You
0: could jerk it with one hand and play Vampire Survivors with the other. Okay, that that's fair. Yeah, maybe people are looking for that. I don't know though. Um, and then I laughed when I saw this next one: uh, Google Stadia shutting down January 18th, 2023. That's soon. It is. Um, but what I really liked about this was within the past couple months, there has been a really weird swell of people being like extra defensive about Stadia and being like, no, actually, there's like a lot of people that use Stadia and like, they're still signing new game deals every day. And I can't believe it's always the butt of the joke and everyone's dunking on <laughs> it. It's probably doing really well for them. And then they're like, Nah, just fuck you. It's shutting down. I... <sighs> And Jason Schreier tweeted out that he had been getting figures of how much they were paying for games, and they were like absurd, like tens of millions of dollars. Oh wow! To like get games, individual games to their service. so they
1: probably lost tens of millions of dollars.
0: Oh yeah, and like I didn't even realize, like Red Dead Redemption Two is on Stadia. And one of the articles I saw today was some guy played, like, 700 hours of Red Dead on Stadia and is, like, begging Rockstar to let him transfer his character to something else. Uh,
1: Yeah, I would hope they would do something about that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. But I just, like, yeah, I when half of the features that they like touted at the beginning still didn't exist now. And when they added the search bar so much later after the fact, uh, like it just is one of those things. It happens all the time with Google is like, they'll have a thing and it'll be like fun and cool for a minute. And then it will, they'll just drop it unceremoniously regardless of whether or not it is profitable for them. So, like, the fact that they will drop profitable things always seemed to me like, hey, if Stadia is losing them money, they have there will be no hesitation for them to drop this thing. Um, and, like, it doesn't do as well as xCloud. I think even Amazon Luna does better than Stadia. So, like.
1: Yeah, and I didn't great. even. I, I was just kind of messing around on the computer one day and I was like, oh, Amazon has a streaming as well. Like, I don't think they've ever advertised it once
0: uh i have seen it like i'm got to buy the controller so i've seen the controller advertised and be on sale mm. um but other than that yeah not really
1: I'm is it a lot on twitch because i don't really go on twitch a lot so
0: no i usually see it on twitter mm. um but yeah i google stadia is shutting down um one out I guess a, I don't know I, Microsoft xcloud seems like it's actually like a good version of that service so
1: yeah I mean and it works well enough I yeah. I don't I don't really want to hook a, com- a controller up to my phone and play games that way but it's fine I guess
0: yeah uh and then our final news story here is that everyone's favorite pirate game skull and bones has been delayed until march 9th
1: oh i do have a little update for the stadia though
0: uh, all purchases will be refunded
1: uh well stadia owners with ubisoft games can get it on pc through ubisoft connect
0: oh wow but yeah i guess they announced that all purchases will be refunded as well like including hardware oh cool and games so but i mean like if at least he- people a shitload of money, right?
1: And, and if you have Ubisoft games and you want to keep them, at least they're they're giving away to just kind of keep that going, so yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, we were talking, I guess, speaking of uh, Ubisoft, uh, Skull and Bones, uh, delayed until yeah, March it 9th, it got
0: delayed till March 9th. Uh, that's
1: 2023, obviously, so yeah. Um, um that's not surprising in a weird way,
0: no, I, I mean, no, but also why is it coming out i
1: I, because they've dumped oh because of of
0: the the contractual thing with the government right right, right. well
1: they just dumped a lot of money and at this point you might as well release it and try to make some money on it right
0: i guess that's fair
1: um did oh
0: and then i i have a final news article here i was like
1: there's actually a couple more that i wanted to bring up so oh sure you
0: can bring it up i'll no i'll use mine last that's the best one uh
1: well i saw like did we talk about this last week how guilty gear is getting rolled back on steam
0: uh, that news came out this week. I think yes, it did. that the, the Xrd uh, yes. is getting rollback, which Arc System works is just doing that with all their old games at this point right, right so I and along was- with along with that news, the director of Blaze Blue left Arc System works. oh well,
1: you know that's sometimes that's a good thing because like you know like a new person now in charge, you know, so maybe some new ideas so you know, that yeah, that might uh, not be a terrible
0: thing. Toshimichi Mori. Yeah, after 19 years, he, uh, well, he said... He's you know,
1: I want to wish him the, the best of luck. Yeah. And then also the other last bit of news is I know it's a game that you haven't been following, but Scorn. It's like this like really dark like uh, like first person shooter. It kind of reminds me of Doom a little bit. Uh, that was actually pushed ahead uh, a week. So it's getting released uh, October 14th. Uh, and that's going to be Game Pass Day 1 as well. So. Uh, so instead of a delay uh they pushed it ahead a a week so that's fun
0: uh yeah that's weird because october 21st the day was supposed to come out as the same day that uh gotham knights comes out which was also pushed up a week
1: oh you're right
0: to the 21st there's still
1: something else that's coming out that day though
0: yeah i can't remember Um, um my final bit of news was that there was a new Pokemon revealed. Oh. Uh, and I sent this in our group text. It's uh, not a region. It's not a regional variant of Diglett. Don't get confused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a Pokemon that looks like Diglett, but it is not. It is a completely new species of Pokemon called Wiglet. And it it looks questionable, I will say uh, it basically just looks like a weird, really long diglet that is white with a red nose coming up out of the ground. And uh, I saw it suggested that it was a garden eel before it was uh, announced what it actually is. And actually, they literally said it's based on a garden eel in the announcement. So it's like they're, they're like weird little eels that like stick their heads up out of the sand in the water. Um, but what most people thought it looked like is like a weird little dick sperm monster. And uh, they, do you know what ability it has?
1: No, I didn't even look. Gooey. Uh, And I
0: just was like, you can't, you can't have this Pokemon look the way it does and give it the ability (laughs) gooey. You can't do that.
1: It looks like a penis sticking out of the ground. It It does,
0: and it's gooey. It's good. Cool. So I thought that was hilarious when I read that. I was like, you guys gotta be fucking kidding me with this shit. Uh but I do think people do like the Pokemon and it is water, straight water. So I I think it's interesting that it's not like just Peldian uh Paldian Diglett. Like it is a completely different Pokemon, like a parallel evolution thing. I just so. want
1: to make sure. Are you sure Gotham Knights is the the twenty? Or is got moved up? Because yes. everything I'm looking at is saying October 21st.
0: No. Yes, it got moved up to October 21st.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It was supposed to come out a week after that.
1: Okay, that's that makes way more sense. Okay, so that is the big game for
0: the 21st now. Yes. Okay. Now I understand. Uh, yeah. So. This it's so weird because Wiglet being the new reveal is insane (laughs) because there are still several very large features that have been leaked that they have not talked about. And I think that's really funny because the game comes out in like a month and a half. And one of the features that is like one of the biggest features still they just like have yet to talk about. Uh, and I think that's really funny. I,
1: I don't know. Like some of it, like maybe they're like, ooh, we're going to have a surprise for everyone. Because like it hasn't been spoiled at all. No, no, not at all. No, nope. which I mean, um, like we're making jokes, but like 80 to 90 percent of the the Pokemon fan base doesn't know about any of those. Leaves,
0: so. No. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so crazy is because like it is a weirdly fundamental thing to what the games are right that it just seems like really weird that they wouldn't like try to be like hey check out the cool thing Mm -hmm. you know for for players but either way i i'm okay if they do or do not i mean like i said there's a month and a half and they've been doing stuff about every two weeks now um so yeah i don't know and the the way that wiglet was revealed was like through this weird kind of like pokemon snap esque video of them just like going around this beach area <laughs> like checking out all the homies that were around there and i was like oh this actually like this looks pretty cool and like if this is just what the regular routes look like like that's nice do
1: you think we ever find out what the bottom half looks like
0: no mm. act right, the, the bottom half is diglet mm. it's just a flipped around
1: <laughs> that would be disturbing <laughs>
0: That would be disturbing. It, it's like giraffe or egg where it's got the two heads. Well, I was thinking it was like cat dog on each end. One, uh, one also Diglett, like cat
1: dog. W- one ends wiglet, the other one's diglet.
0: Yeah, I just think it's funny because normally there's like never a water Pokemon that I want to use. If I can't find one this time, I'm just gonna use wiglet.
1: Oh, I hope he's good. Like I hope it's like one of the best competitive <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs>
0: I also hope that, but I also know that there are a ton of cool Pokemon that I will also like, and I'm almost positive that there is a water Pokemon that I will want to use instead of Wigglet. But you know, hey, good for good for good for this guy. Mm -hmm. He seems fun. Yeah, and it's just one of those things. Like it continues the trend of being like, oh, I never would have thought of a Garden Eel as a Pokemon. So like, that's cool. And I I think most of the designs have been pretty good so far. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Whatever.
1: It's yeah. it's dumb, it's funny to look at. I, I like it. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, it's like uh it reminds me of Alolan Executor. Oh, yes. And how stupid it mm-hmm. is. Uh so yeah, with that, that's really all the news, and that was us really, you know, pulling out all the stops for the news there. I think
1: I know I, I said this before, but I really do think we're done with the big news until the game awards at this point.
0: Yeah, that's probably true.
1: Because like at this point we are we are getting close to like just video games getting released in October and November, so so that, that that's going to be the big news. It's just like, hey, this game dropped. Um, do you think over the next couple months any of the games are going to be just a complete disaster? Oh, I don't know. Because usually there's at least one.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like a lot of the games that are coming out now are were like delayed. That's
1: true, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good. I mean, look at how many times Cyberpunk was delayed.
0: I guess that's true. I don't know. I, I
1: have. I. I just believe there's going to be one game that's just going to be a
0: broken mess at launch. We'll see. I hope it's one that I don't want to play. I, I,
1: I just have this feeling like out of all of them, it's going to be Gotham Knights.
0: I know. That has the I highest potential. To, I don't want it to be.
1: 'Cause I got a war, I don't think that get game gets released unless it's just like No,
0: absolutely not. That's
1: yeah. That's gonna be as good as the first one. At least technically. Yeah. I don't know how the story is gonna hold up, but Yeah. I'm talking about just like a technical mess. And I just feel like yeah. Gotham Knights has the highest potential for it. But but time will tell.
0: time will tell.
1: Um, do you want me to go first for the games we've been playing, or do you want to go first?
0: Yeah, sure, you can go. You can go first. Uh, Okay,
1: um, I did start one other game, I don't need to really talk about it too much, but I've been replaying Dead Space again.
0: Oh my god. Was it because the one screenshot came out for the Dead Space remake, and you were like, "Well, you see the screenshot, God played Dead Space." No, because
1: like if you remember last time I played it on the PS3, I played it just the pistol, so I have to, yeah. so I had to play it again with using all the other weapons to get those trophies. So okay. this is just like a second run, just get like mopping up some more trophies. So that's the only reason why I'm playing it. Um, Uh, But then the the big game I started playing this week was uh, Saints Row, and that's the 2022, the new one this year. Yeah, people really didn't like us. Uh, It is just painfully boring and average. Like, there's just no charm to it. The gameplay and the combat's not particularly fun. None of the characters are really, like, they stand out in any way. Uh, It's just... It, it just, it's missing something. And that something is just like that Saints Row charm that the, the, like at least three and four had. I think even one and two had it to an extent, but like three is where they just went off the wall crazy. And a lot of people probably consider that one the best, but I still think like four is my favorite just because of how over the top the gameplay was. Three, yeah, yeah. I mean, three probably had a better story, but four was just more fun to play. This just, it honestly feels like an open world game from like 2006
0: yeah and like that's what i wondered is because like when i saw footage of it like it looked like they were trying to make it go back to like closer to what it was during like the saints row 2 era
1: right one or two
0: yeah and so like i don't know that time has passed and People, it was proven that people liked what they did in three and four. So I, yeah, I
1: I think they should have went back to like three. But like, it's also hard because like what they're doing is they're rebooting. So like, I the the character like you start out and you're working for like a, a corporation, like an evil corporation, and then you get fired, and then you start up like the Saints. So like, it is just like an origin story, and that's fine. But like, it just doesn't have like the zaniness that the. The the older like the other or like three and four had it just doesn't have any of that so I don't know
0: I know that when I lose my job the first thing I want to do is start a gang mm, so. mm.
1: and then like start it in a church and then decide oh, yeah. that you're going to be the saints yeah mm-hmm. uh, you know purple is a good color color though
0: it is yeah the color of kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: no I'll keep messing around with it I don't know if I'm gonna finish it just because as I said it's just like so painfully average and boring
0: yeah
1: it's not quite clicking with me but it's one of those things where I saw like it getting like 60s and just like poor poor like just mediocre middling reviews and so I I just needed to try it for myself so Mm. I'll see how long I can play it but for now I'm it's definitely not worth buying. Maybe wait wait for it to be like 10 to 15 dollars on sale. I I wouldn't
0: pay full price for it.
1: Yeah. Uh but why don't you tell me about the the games you've been playing because
0: Uh so I beat two games this week. Oh, nice. Uh the first one, Trombone Champ. I talked about this briefly. Was it on the podcast
1: week? or was it after the podcast?
0: I don't even remember at this point. Okay.
1: I do remember you talking about
0: it. I'm pretty sure it was on the podcast, but either way, it is this stupid fucking rhythm game that uses a bunch of royalty-free music like the Star Spangled Banner and like fucking take me out to the ball game and shit uh, where you move the mouse up and down on like a sideways note highway and then you click and hold as instructed on the screen. Um, And it never sounds great and usually sounds like pretty dumb, especially if you like uh, don't hit it perfectly, which is very difficult to do. Um, And it, it gets weirder than that. Like at first it doesn't really have a story, but there is this option on the menu called baboon. And then once you get four S ranks on songs, you can open this book and a baboon pops out. And then he tells you that you have to earn more toots so that you can sacrifice them to this weird giant trombone statue. And each time you complete a song, you get a certain amount of toots, usually between 350 and 500. Uh, And then once you feed the statue, one thousand or 10,000 toots uh it says like you fully awakened the statue but like there's still more to do um and i wouldn't have known to do this unless i had looked it up because i was like that doesn't i don't understand that like wasn't an ending um then there's also a part where you collect cards and you can spend your toots on packs of four uh cards and they're called tromboner cards um, and usually they are like famous uh, composers and things, and they have little descriptions. And in the beginning, it is like sort of about their life. And then the last sentence is always about how many hot dogs they could eat at one time. Uh, and that's weird. Um, but if you find out there are certain cards that you can click on, and one of them the base clef takes you into a separate baboon zone where then you unlock a second statue called the turd statue and you have to feed it so many turds before it will fully awaken. And you get the turds by sacrificing your cards. And then once you do that, you are given a key. Oh yeah. The other one gave you a key as well. So you get a red key and a blue key. And then you find another card, which is Mozart backwards. Okay. I don't know how you would say that, like evil Mozart, but like bizarre World Mozart, it's reverse. When you click on that card and you get in there, it brings you to this box that has uh, the two two holes. And so if you have the red key and the blue key, you put those in there. And then you play one of the songs in the game. I don't remember which song it is, but like sped up so that it's borderline impossible. So it's good. It's a good thing that you don't really you can't fail out and you don't have to get a certain score. Um, but if you if you get through that, they'll say you only damaged him like you didn't you didn't kill him. And you'll have to figure out what you need to do to kill him. And the answer to that is. When you are on the trading card page, there is a candle. And if you click that enough times, a demon will come out and say you summoned him and then he'll ask you for a certain cards. You trade him those cards he wants until he is done and uh, I don't remember what you unlock at that point. It's some stupid thing. Um, but then also you need 11 hot dog cards.
1: Uh, you know, I need 11 hot dog cards pretty much every.
0: Yeah. And so once you get that thing from the demon, you have 11 hot dog cards. Mm-hmm. You, you fight Mozart backwards again, and then you kill him and the game is over. And it took me three hours. Did you like it? And I. Uh, I should have stopped before the three hours was up. Oh, I, I the the rhythm. So I didn't. It was definitely trying to be funny, mm. and I didn't think it was very funny. Uh, and other than the first couple of times, I was like, "Why the fuck do all these cards talk about how many hot dogs they could eat in a sitting?" Because like at first they started off normal, and I was like, "He could probably eat two hot dogs." But then one of them was like ten thousand hot dogs, and I was like, "What the fuck? What is this?" I don't uh, know. I feel like
1: most people could eat more than two
0: hot dogs. No, I know. I'm just saying, like the, when it was ten thousand, I was like, I don't think you could eat ten thousand hot dogs. Yeah, that's
1: that's that's going too far.
0: But that was like that was a measurement of their power, right? Basically, it was how many hot dogs they could eat. Uh, so I didn't think like a lot of those jokes were funny. Like it seemed very tryhardy. But the the actual rhythm game part is like fun enough. Mm. Uh, but part of, r- of r- liking a rhythm game is like connecting with the songs and, you know, as funny as it is to shittily play the star spangled banner on a trombone, like I'm not really connecting deeply with that right? and being like, Oh, that's really fun. And to get all the stuff I needed, it was really grindy and I had to play a bunch of the songs over and over again.
1: And even in those three hours you had to grind. Yeah.
0: Even in those, th- I mean, there was only like 20 ish songs. Mm. Uh, and then like you need a lot of the cards and stuff to do the things that it wants you to do for all those weird endings and i would bet that most people don't even know that any of that shit is in the fucking game because how the hell would you know it doesn't make any sense why would i have ever clicked on those cards in that way to get into the weird secret zones or clicked on the candle or whatever the fuck um so i do think it was fun and it is funny at some points but you know i think maybe it overstayed its welcome a little bit in terms of like oh my god yeah no now like sacrifice all these cards and then get more cards and get 11 hot dog cards like it was just a weird amount of stuff that like took too much grinding to get and was not that fun that's
1: really Uh, sad when it's just like hey here's a three-hour game and it's too long
0: yeah and like the 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 fine and like you can get good at it i am not very good at it um so like you could try to like go for scores and stuff um and they are gonna update it with more songs and apparently additional story at some point so that's cool um but yeah it was okay like i i think the i i got my money's worth out of it for sure and uh i like thought it was funny playing the trombone shittily so it had that going on but yeah the bamboo the the baboons i didn't think were funny and like the the farting and the turds i was like this seems a little lowbrow even for me so
1: uh i mean poop jokes can be funny but
0: they can be but it was just i did not in this scenario i was like i don't know that these are being played particularly And, and i do
1: like the idea of like hot dogs being like being like the all powerful like
0: yeah i also i think that i that i did like but like when i was like looking at the thing and i was like i need 11 hot dog cards what the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about like that's insane um, so yeah it's it's a fun game it's a goofy thing that had its uh very weird viral moment so that's neat for that guy mm-hmm. and they probably got a lot more money than they were ever planning on getting i think um, and then the other game I beat, Splatoon 3, which I feel the opposite about. That game's fucking incredible. I love Splatoon 3, and I don't know why. And I said this last week, I'm having so much more fun with it than I did the previous ones, even in just the normal, like, multiplayer modes. Uh, I played the Splatfest last weekend until I got to, like, the maximum rank, uh, which, like, you you start off, like, I pick Team Grub. So like you start off as like a grub novice and then a grub defender and then a grub champion and then a grub lord or something. I don't remember. And then apparently in this one, you can keep going and get like grub lord plus one plus two. But I was like, I don't need that. Uh, I just wanted to get enough to do the maximum rewards. And my team lost in a complete shutout. Oh, three teams. The the team gear won with 20 points. uh Team fun had 10 points and we got zero overall so zero yeah they will be like i there's only like 30 points total that Mm. can be gotten and it 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 depends like what uh, i don't even remember how they're gotten whoever wins the most matches whoever uh gets the most um i don't even remember what the like rank thing is called um but yeah whoever gets the most like ranking points Mm. and then whoever uh like had the most members okay like team members and it it goes by those three criteria for a lot of stuff and then it also splits it up between just like fun open matches and then the quote-unquote pro matches to do the skill-based matchmaking Mm, that makes sense um and so we lost every category Mm across all zones uh but I, you still get rewarded basically the same um you get super sea snails which allow you to completely respect the abilities on gear and add more slots to gear that you like um, so it's like it's not that big a deal if you lose the splatfest. fest it's like the first place gets 27 second place gets 24 third place gets 21 oh okay so it's like I, I have 21 of these things uh so i'm i'm fine with that i still had a lot of fun doing it
1: yeah and you don't want to like so. you don't want to punish you know people just because like hey
0: they didn't they picked the wrong thing exactly yeah. um yeah, so that was cool, and I did. I didn't do, get to do that many of the tri-color ones where it's like three teams at once, uh, because that you're only allowed to start doing that after the halfway point, which was eight p.m. on Saturday. Uh, so I, I did a few of those matches. They're interesting um, because it's like I the two losing teams get two teams of two people so like it was me and one other person on my team and then team fun had two people and then team gear because they were winning had four people in the center defending and then it goes by whoever gets the most uh whoever gets the most ink just like the regular turf battles but that was cool it adds an extra dynamic of like watching out for another team and that kind of thing. So I thought, I thought that was cool. I guess a lot of people are very unhappy with it for some reason. Um, I feel like that's
1: just, I didn't really look into it.
0: Yeah. But I mean, people have been pretty positive about Splatoon. I think people are like upset about it for some reason. I I didn't look into it. So that's whatever. Um, And then the the reason that I really liked it though, was the story mode was fun. I a hundred percent of it. I collected everything. And I think the plot that comes about at the end is really funny in a way that I was not expecting. Okay. Um, I won't say what happens, but like it, it's really wild and it ties into salmon run a little bit. Oh, interesting. it's very, it's very weird. And I believe that the ending kind of sets up what the, who the bad guy of the DLC will be inadvertently because like it changes some of the characters, the way they are just like in the overworld, like when you're walking around uh so i i have a feeling um but yeah it it was fun and it was really stupid it you go to space similar to the ending of the last fast and furious film oh
1: i Uh, never would have expected that but like
0: no and then the the thing you fight is just like what the fuck is going on this is so weird uh but in a way that i really liked and it made me think back to the ending of kirby where it was just so fucking buck wild, where I was like, "What is even going on?" I, I had a similar feeling in Splatoon, but I I was having a lot of fun, and I the stages are just like fun challenges. Um, and then once you beat the story, there it un- similar to Super Mario Odyssey, where it unlocks like the extra hard challenge stage. It did that for this, and I beat that as well. Um, and it didn't really. It unlocked a piece of gear that I can use now, but it's not a particularly cool one. But either way, I can say that I did that, and I hundred percent of it. So, I liked it, and I still been playing. I played. I, I generally try to play a match a day because the first win you get gets you a lot of experience points towards the battle pass. Quote unquote. Oh, okay. Um, it's a free battle pass. Uh, so it's called the catalog, and it goes until the end of November, I believe.
1: And what is what does the battle pass have?
0: Uh, Just, like, stupid things, like some clothing or, like, weird title backgrounds for your dumb multiplayer card or, like, stupid emotes where, like, at the end of a match you dab and shit. So it doesn't
1: have, like... Any any like additional weapons to unlock? No,
0: yeah, no weapons or anything like that. You, it's all just cosmetic, dumb things. Oh, okay. Um, so you don't really. And it, care it's fine. That much you can anyway. get you, you. You can also get packs of the trading cards hmm. as well, but you can also just get those anytime. Uh, so yeah, no, I I don't mind it, and it, it's, it has a hundred levels. I think I'm at like level twenty. In in reality, if you win once a day, you'll get a level a day. Oh, okay. And so people were like, oh, it's such a grind and it's like impossible. But it's like, no, if you just like play a little bit at a time, even once a day by November 30th, you would get to that level 100 mark. If you actually gave a shit, which like I, I also I don't. I just think it's fun to like play the multiplayer. So I just try to play a couple matches a day and they're three minutes a piece. So it's not like I'm like wasting a lot of time.
1: So I mean, if so realistically, if you sat down and played like a half hour a day, you could probably get get it all.
0: Oh yeah. Even less than that. Um, So yeah, I don't, I don't know. And like, they're going to keep adding to it. They said that they're going to have a major DLC expansion, similar to the Octo expansion for Splatoon two. So I'm excited. I I like it a lot. I'm glad that Splatoon does well for them and that they want to support. And I'm also
1: happy that you're enjoying this more than you enjoyed too.
0: Yeah. Two was just one of those things where it was like, I tried salmon run. I was like, Oh, this is a fun mode. And then I played the multiplayer a little bit in some of the single player and was like, yeah, it's fine. But that that's where, like, I guess the the format of the single player and this is what it was in the Octo expansion, more or less. Mm-hmm. So they had, like, perfected it in that DLC, essentially. Um, but no, yeah, it's fun. And I like a lot of the characters. its It's a neat. It's a neat game. It's cool. And one of the bosses you fight is literally exactly one of the most notorious bosses from Super Mario Sunshine.
1: Oh, interesting. It
0: is exact. It is exactly the same thing. And I was like, (coughs) wow, that's crazy. But this is a Nintendo game, so you can do that. Yeah, yeah. But no, have you ever seen g- gameplay of Super Mario Sunshine or like watch a speedrun or anything?
1: I, I mean, I've played it personally, but I I never got like super far into it. I, gu-
0: I guess I won't say what it is in case people want to play Splatoon 3 and have a fun surprise if they like Super Mario Sunshine. But I was just like, well, as it was happening, I was like, no way. That's kind of crazy. Um, so that that was neat. And then I played some Shovel Knight Dig which came out last Friday, and it is the Shovel Knight roguelike, uh, where you are digging down, trying to get to the bottom of this mysterious well that appeared. Is it kind of like and, Downwell? Uh, or? It is like Downwell, but if it was less fun.
1: Oh, that's not good.
0: I love Downwell. Yeah. Uh, And it's like a very action-y and like you know, I, I don't know. It's like fast paced and fun. Whereas like this, it feels the same way as I felt about shovel Knight pocket dungeon where like it is a fine game, but it just like, it feels like it's missing some like secret sauce shit that like doesn't make it super fun. Like the upgrades aren't super meaningful. I, I don't know. Like something about it just doesn't grab me. And it's one of those things where like both this and pocket dungeon were not yacht club. Wasn't the primary developer. Mm they had it with, like, secondary people doing it. Whereas, like, Shovel Knight, I love everything about regular Shovel Knight, like how it plays, the all the extra content and the things it does. And, like, even seeing the gameplay of it, I could tell. Whereas, like, I can tell when I look at Mina the Hollower, well, one, it looks like Link's Awakening, and that's fucking tight as hell because I love Link's Awakening, and it looks sick. But then the other part is, like, I can just see, like, oh, yeah, Yacht Club is the one working on Mina the Hollower you know what i mean right. where it's just like oh this has like a level of polish and stuff that like just looks higher than these and also it's not a fucking roguelike i, I think that's part of it is i think i just now if i'm gonna play a roguelike it has to have like it's got to do something for me right away or i'm just not gonna be into it
1: yeah i and i and i don't know what exactly that is
0: no i don't know what that is either i think it depends on the game like is it the way it feels like dead cells is the way well i guess it, the feel is the same for me in Hades, where it feels really good but then also like does it have a compelling plot like what what is the thing how do upgrades work I also want do like how,
1: is how difficult is it am i gonna have to play you know 100 plus hours to finally beat it because like at that point like i'll just move on
0: yeah, and so, like, the thing about Shovel Knight Dig is, even though it is kind of difficult, there are a bunch of accessibility options that make it way easier. But then, like, if I turn that on, I feel like it's defeating the purpose of the game, but also, like, do I care enough? Right. You know what I mean? Like, at that point, if I'm like, oh, I it's too hard, I have to go do back this down. Like, at that point, I don't even care enough to, like, learn it. Like, do I really care at all? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it another another few tries, but it's just one of those things where it didn't really grab me. Like, I would get to, like, the second major boss and die and then be like, oh, that sucks. And that, that's really it. So it, it didn't really grab me. I do think it's, like, well put together and thought out. It's just, I, I don't know. I feel like I need to have some kind of, like, weird always progressing unlock system in a roguelike to make me actually care. As, aside from Spelunky.
1: No, I, I mean, I get that.
0: Yeah. Whereas, because it's just like, otherwise it just feels like I'm just smashing my head against this thing. Whereas in like, you think about Dead Cells, you're getting new weapons all the time or like new whatever. Well, even, even a
1: game that came out this year, Vampire Survivors, I don't know what it is, but it just clicks with me.
0: Yeah, and, like, it it's something that is fun. And right. in that, you're unlocking a bunch of stuff, too. And, like, working towards a bunch of stuff. Like, the same thing happens in Hades. Or, like, even then, there's not as many weapons. There's, like, six. But then you can get variations of those. You can, like, see new stuff. Or, like, get new story events. Whereas, like, this, it just doesn't feel that way to me. And I just... Some, yeah, something about it, I'm not a...
1: Well, I think, for me, a big thing with Vampire Survivors, and I know I keep talking about Vampire Survivors, is...
0: Well, I mean, as we should.
1: Uh, but, like it seemed obtainable like it seemed like okay i can beat this because like sometimes you start playing a roguelike and after about like five to ten runs you're like i don't know if i'm ever gonna beat this
0: yeah exactly and it's just shovel Knight dig definitely felt like that Mm. for me and then it's one of those things where like i know i can get more armor that like makes me take less damage and stuff but like yeah i don't know do i want to grind for the gems do i want to like you know because if I'm rarely getting to the second boss and there's like three more bosses after that in a run.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think for me, when I look at the two roguelikes that I really get into, it's Vampire Survivors and Dead Cells. The big thing like the two have a similarity is like you, there's a ramp up. So like the numbers get bigger very quickly. Mm-hmm. So like by the end of the runs, you just feel like I'm kind of broken right now.
0: No, yeah, whereas, like, the upgrades you're getting in Shovel Knight Dig never really mm. make you feel much more powerful. Right. And, like, that, I think, is a big key part of it. Um,
1: and I think that just kind of, for me personally, it just kind of comes down to what I'm looking for out of video games. And, like, most roguelikes, it's just, you're supposed to, like, the character isn't supposed to be more feel more powerful. You, as a person, are supposed to overcome this, like, this challenge. Yeah. And, and and that's fine like that is a fine way to make a game but it's just never going to appeal to me so
0: yeah and like some games i want to do that right. like in Splunky 1 i wanted to do that
1: but that was also like you what 12 15 years ago now
0: yeah and i I am much different now right. and have a much different like amount of free time. But even then, like if, if it's like compelling enough, it makes me want to do it. Whereas just like nothing really about shovel Knight dig makes me want to do that. And it's, it's not a knock against the game because it, it has reviewed well across the board. It's just one of those things where it's not, as soon as I did a couple runs of it, I was like, ah, oh, this isn't going to be for me. Mm-hmm um and that's fine right and i i am glad that yacht club was able to partner with the developer they partnered with to do this and pocket dungeon um but yeah i you know what is for me mina the hollower (laughs) so that i'll take it you know um but yeah that's that's all i have been playing uh i don't know what i'm going to transition to now because i'm in a weird spot where like uh, there are no brand new games that are coming out that I want to play like until Gotham night in like almost exactly a month. Uh,
1: let me look. I thought, I thought there were some. Overwatch Maybe, but either way, I,
0: yeah, no, thanks. Uh,
1: no more heroes three. I
0: already own that.
1: Uh, dragon ball, the breakers. Nope. Uh, I do want to play a Plague Tale. Uh, here, here's a game that's coming out before Gotham Knights, Mario and Rabbids, October twentieth.
0: Oh fuck! All right, well, yeah, the one day before. Okay, <laughs> exactly. I lied. Exactly. So, yeah, that's the next game <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to play. Oh, you fucking got me. Um, no, and there have been a couple games right, that right. like have come out that I wanted to play or like check out that I I just didn't like. I still. I want to play cults of the lamb. That is a rogue late that I think it will get me. Also. And also
1: it's very short. Also, Splatoon—you'll probably continue to play Splatoon three. Oh yeah,
0: I'll, I'll continue to play Splatoon, but I like—I—I I don't know. I need something else sure. to fill the void. Like, I was straight Xenoblade, and then when I finished that, I did straight Splatoon, and like now I feel like I gotta. I feel
1: like there are oh, games I'll that you bought Splatoon. earlier in the year that you never touched.
0: Yeah, there were. There were some ge- like I, the the HD re release of the SNES game Live Alive. Mm. I I still need to play and stuff like that. So, um maybe I'll do the rest of the single player in super Mario strikers or something, but yeah, there's, there's definitely stuff that I, I want to play. So I'll, I'll figure out what I'm going to do next. I just don't know what it is right at this moment. So maybe I'll play vampire survivor.
1: <laughs> no, you should wait until October 20th.
0: No, nah, but there's so much stuff that I haven't done yet. Yeah, But imagine carries like, over. So like,
1: imagine like you'll be able to do it all at once though. I
0: know that'd be crazy. He, I, so I guess, I don't remember what it was 14 days before the game. He's going to start teasing one thing a day. Oh, he said, what is it? Ponkel. What a fucking great name.
1: So that'll, that'll start what Thursday.
0: Uh, yes. That's so soon. God damn it. I just want to see the fucking patch notes. Uh, yeah. Thursday would be two weeks. Starting from October 7th, we oh, okay. will post little teasers and spoilers about it on the usual socials and Discord, so yeah, check the, check the twatter. So basically, Oh, and he's even, he's got like an advent, ca- it's an advent calendar, literally Vampire 1.0 advent calendar, Vampire Survivors, and it's like each each day, got a little thing.
1: So next week we will have something to talk about, Vampire Survivors, and then the following yeah. week we're going to have like a whole week's worth of stuff to talk about, so. Yeah, I hope you guys like Vampire Survivors because we're gonna yeah. continue to talk about it, and it's gonna be talked about a lot with our game of the year. I'm just, oh just yeah, awarding. because it's
0: fucking tight. And that's what I was like praying. I uh-huh. was like, he said it's coming out this year. I need it to. I need to need to put this shit on my game of the year list because mm-hmm. it deserves it. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. I have Vampire Survivor, October twentieth. I'm happy for Ponkel You know. Yeah. What a developer name. Uh but yeah with that, that'll do it for I us did here. Wanna, I was
1: able to get into my challenge. Did you want to do like a bracket? Uh
0: I think this is good enough, right? Okay. Now. I got
1: you have stuff oh yeah, you gotta eat anyway.
0: That is true, yes. Okay.
1: I do have one theoretical question for you that I I think we should discuss and then we can head off. Okay. So my girlfriend bought me like a whole like wardrobe outfit. And she kept insisting that, like, the pants are casual. But here's the thing, Minnie. They're not casual pants. They're, like, borderline fancy pants, okay? Like, uh, so so I just, here's my definition of casual. Okay. Can you wear a hoodie with it? Okay. And she agreed, like, these pants, you cannot wear a hoodie with it. Okay. So, like, would you agree that those are not casual pants, then?
0: Probably, but, like, you probably shouldn't wear a hoodie with khaki pants, but, like, I've done that before.
1: Yeah, these are, like, blue khaki pants that you would wear for, like, a, like, it's, like, a business casual, you know? And, uh, and I was just, like, cash. and I was just, like, when am I going to wear these? Like, what's in to
0: I, I gotta see this outfit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, need to, I need to know the look.
1: I just, I was so confused, because I'm, like, you do know I work in a warehouse now, so I'm not, like, going to an office.
0: I, so next weekend mm-hmm. I am going to a wedding that takes place in how caverns wait you're going to a wedding in how caverns the reason why
1: I'm confused is I'm going to a wedding next weekend too
0: oh shit that's weird nice. are you, that's are weird You going to Scott's wedding
1: no it's a different wedding yeah. but okay. but congratulations well, you say, is, Scott. Your,
0: is your wedding in how caverns no
1: uh
0: anyways I like my girlfriend got a dress mm-hmm. that is like a pretty dress that I like uh and I have no idea what I'm going to wear. Like, I don't know if I should, like, just wear uh, one of the button-up shirts I have with, like, khakis, or if I should, like, get a nicer dress shirt with the khakis and get a tie. And then it's, like, it's in how Caverns. Is anyone even going to be able to see me in there? Yeah. I mean, I've been in there before, and I know it's lit, but, like... Is is anyone going to see me? Is anyone going to care? I uh, I I, here's my
1: theory. The only person yeah. who's going to care is your girlfriend, so maybe just ask her.
0: That's what in which I did uh, and mm-hmm. she said I would she said you can wear whatever you want, but wow. I would like for you to get a nice dress shirt and I was like, "Oh yeah, see, that means I should get a nice see, dress shirt." See, I'm going to have to wear a
1: tie. And I'm like, "I don't want to wear a tie." No,
0: see, I will wear a tie. I just I di- I don't know if I should. Like how casual is literally being inside a cave? See, I don't know the answer to that.
1: That is, that's, that's a fair question.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: All so I know like that was, is, that
0: was, that was my main mm-hmm. question is how casual is literally being inside a cave? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> my,
1: my, if I can't wear a hoodie with it, then it's not casual. That's my, that's my case. Yeah,
0: that's fair. I mean, look, if I could wear a hoodie into this cave wedding, mm-hmm. I would do it. I just feel like I should not, you know? i mean I'm just, scott wouldn't give a fuck no that, no either yeah so i am <laughs> not gonna do that i'm just i could um yeah so anyways i'm gonna we're both going to weddings this next week yeah that's, that's weird, weird. My, yeah but when i found out it was in how caverns i was like that's the sickest shit i can't wait yeah that is awesome and then i asked last week do we get a tour after and he said i don't know <laughs> and i was like man what the fuck we're already gonna be down in the cave i'm mm-hmm. making my own tour can I... Anyways, if we if we don't, I'm gonna have to pay to get the tour because Mackenzie's never been, and I I went last when I was probably like twelve.
1: Mm. I kind of want to go to your wedding now. All right, that sounds way better. Like a, in a it's... how caverns?
0: I know it's sick. I was ready. Very excited. I didn't know that was the case until I got the wedding invitation, and I was like, "Excuse me." Hmm. Maybe we can like mine for <laughs> sick rocks after. I don't know. But yeah, I I it will be fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, have fun at your the the wedding, which I mean that's not an. We'll still record a podcast before our weddings. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, I I had to book a ho- nearby hotel, and Is it that for far? some reason the no, it was I mean it's two hours away, but I just I don't want to. Oh okay drive so we're just gonna stay there they they had numerous rooms available but they were only rooms with two double beds in them Mm -mm. so we just each get our own bed or one bed for each night that i chose to stay sweet so yeah double beds in there that's weird
1: (laughs) that is weird
0: that's and I I told her that and she's like, "Wow, are you trying to give me a subtle hint?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> yes, I'm just yes. I'm just saying that th- I this was all they had because I even like I I checked out and I was like, "Wait, that can't be right!" And then I canceled the reservation and I went back and I was like, "Oh no, that is right. There was no option." See, uh, I
1: would have called like at that two point. double
0: beds or nothing. I it was this morning and, and I you was didn't care. I didn't care. I had got I got a ticket mm-hmm. and whatever. Anyways, that is it for this episode of the podcast. As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. And we will be back next week. Peace out.